We haven't done an episode with a beer in a while. Mm-mm. Or I, I haven't know. done it's been one. too long. Yeah. Well, I guess I actually the last. What am I talking oh, about? Oh yeah, that's right. We got all <laughs> fucked up and did Green Night. <laughs> yeah. Night. Jesus. That well, that's fun. how long ago it feels. I know it was a while ago because <laughs> we have seen the movie The Green Knight in the interim, which also that alone feels like, you know, one year hence. We did go on a journey. <laughs> yeah, it is a journey. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, to The Couch. Uh, I think I'm just going to start saying that this is a special episode to make anybody yeah. who presses play on one of our shows, just to make them feel special. Yeah. Like they're just getting something that hasn't happened yeah. before. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener... You just turned into something special. Something <laughs> real special. Got a real special episode for you today. <laughs> Thing is, they're all special episodes. They are. Yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, but today is actually a little special. It is very yeah. special. <laughs> I can't remember if we've ever... The last time we've done a, an actual movie review yeah. or post yeah. We have in the past. It's been a little... I mean, we... Yeah. With like a new release, I guess, because we did like, I mean, we did like the Batman run. Yeah, and right. Stuff exactly. Late yeah, last yeah. year. But yeah, no, we've done a couple of these. I can't remember off the top of my head which ones, but yeah, me neither. Where we've, because uh, this one, we never even did a trailer review for this. That's I right. We, we didn't do Yeah, a we have review. done some in the past where we did the trailer, then talked about the film afterwards mm-hmm. as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, this one, no trailer, just the movie. Mm-hmm. So Doran and I just, we literally today, uh, Friday, um, four four fifteen yeah. as we're recording this. We literally we just got back from seeing uh the Suicide Squad at the movie theater. So the movie ended literally like exactly one hour ago. Ex- yes, exactly. the movie like end a, a post credit scene. Yes, which is actually a true post credit. You got to sit through all the damn credits. Yeah, <laughs> and there there is a scene. Uh, at the end, yeah, I, I don't know that I needed it at all, but <laughs> it's there. Um, I was actually sorry. Quick side, I was scanning the um, VFX artist names to see if I knew anybody. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. From Rot, uh, it was hard to the because the first one was Frame Store was the first uh, VFX company mm-hmm. that worked on the movie, and Scott Fedor. Uh, oh, yeah. I know in the past has done work with them. Yeah. And I was trying to see if I could spot his name on there, and then uh, and then Weta Digital was the next one, okay. uh, Peter Jackson's company. Yes, and one of the guys that worked on Rod, Miguel Carballal, uh-huh. um, he went to work there. Oh, nice! Right after Rod, I actually did like he put me down as like a reference. Oh, that's and, like, awesome! Like I talked to somebody at Weta, you know, when they called to like follow up on on his oh. references and stuff. So, um, uh, so yeah, so I was trying to find his name, but uh, they didn't have their list uh, organized in any form or fashion. Mm. The Frame Store one was alphabetical by first name. Okay. Uh, and then the Weta and all the other companies actually were just like, this, here's just the names. It's, <laughs> you know, in no particular order. So I was just trying to like frantically like, ah, Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, did, I didn't spot him. Um, you know, I mean, this was a long time ago and right. whatever, but uh but, but still, anyway, it was I mean, funny. Yeah, no, it was one of those things. I was like, well, if I'm sitting here and I gotta I gotta wait through these credits anyway, I was like, let me see if I can find anyone. Uh I did not. I did not. Yeah. Um all right, so I'm sure longtime listeners will know that normally a movie like this isn't Dorian's bag. It's not my thing. At all. Yeah. But um <laughs> earlier uh, you know, movie theaters have opened. Hopefully they stay open. Uh, for for a little longer, at least till October. 
Yeah, more Please, later. Just October, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or close now and then reopen in October. Because right. yeah, Dune. I mean, I would li- I would like to see Bond as well. Yes, yes. But Dune is the most important thing. Right. No, I I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, the spice must flow <laughs> on the big screen. Yeah. So I had texted a bunch of people to see uh, if they wanted to go check out Suicide Squad today in the evening because I wanted to see it in the theater. Uh, it's it's also out on HBO Max right now, so you can press play, watch it anytime you want. Yeah. Um. And so uh, I got all I got all um, declines for seeing it at the theater or whatever. And then Dorian in the middle of the week hit me up and was just like, "All right, I'll I'll go I'll go see the movie with you. Let's let's go check it out." <laughs> and it just 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 filled my heart. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I felt so lucky." I was like, "I know he's probably gonna hate it, and it's it's just gonna be the worst for him." But I I. I felt like he was doing it for me, and it was. Uh, it was all for you, Bobby. I just want to start by saying thank you yeah. for coming <laughs> to go see this movie with me in the theater. I I know I because I heard you you were over on Sunday night and you were talking about you were like man you were obviously really excited about this movie. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Bobby <laughs> like Bobby gets really excited about like most movies, but like this was one of those I knew he was this was special. He was like he's been counting down the days for this one for mm-hmm. like a while. Um, so it was finally coming out. He wanted to go see in the theater, which of course I was like, yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, nobody was going to be able to go. I think it was just like scheduling stuff. Yes. It was. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so yeah, you know, and then it was like the next day I woke up and I was like thinking about, I was like, you know, if the shoe were on the other foot, like if I were like, man, this new Lynch movie is coming out on Friday and like, man, just like everybody's busy, like and nobody can go with me. I know for a fact Bobby would be like, give me fucking, I'll, I'll be there, man. Let's do it. What time are we seeing it? Hands down. So, yeah. So I texted Bobby and I was like, dude, no one's going with you on, on Friday to Suicide Squad. Uh, I'll go. I'll be there. Let's go see this movie together. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So we just got back from watching The Suicide Squad. Uh, another movie that was supposed to come out last year, but due to COVID, it was pushed back. And uh, yeah, this was on my list of uh, the few movies. Like, if I aside from anything that may that may be playing at Music Box, mm-hmm. this was the list. This was definitely on the short list of movies I knew I had to go to, like a you know a multiplex yeah. theater to to go see. Uh, uh, one of those was uh, Snake Eyes, which <laughs> was not good. I was very disappointed. <laughs> Um, I forget the I forget the one before Snake oh, Eyes. Oh, Fast Nine. Oh yeah, Fast Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast, yeah, fast so we Nine. all did that. Took the family out for a night. Took the family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We um, really did too. Yeah. We rolled deep. Was, that was a good night. That was, that was a good. That was a great that was a good, night. That was a good roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was Fast Nine, um, Snake Eyes, Suicide Squad, and Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like in the back of my head, I thought if you know, I, I hope the world stays open. I hope people are smart, which doesn't seem like it. Nope. But. In my back of my head, I was just like, I know I'm going to the theater for at least yeah. these four or five movies. These fucking things. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so. Um, so anyways, yeah, we went today and uh, I had a blast. Yeah. I had a blast with the movie. <laughs> of course, I've watched all the DC movies. Mm-hmm. I've been entrenched <laughs> in the drama of just all of it. Yep. I did. Uh, I think I've told you on more than one occasion, like I think I think Batman versus Superman ha- was already out. And uh, Suicide Squad was next. David Ayer's Suicide Squad was next. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone being really excited about that because uh, the trailers were excellent mm-hmm. for the promotional 
content for that movie was excellent. They had a, I think, like a Queen song in it, and it was just hyper violent and you know action packed and funny and uh, everything like that. But then uh, I remember I was on a date to see that movie, and we had a few drinks before, so I was like, loose I was a little goosey. loose. Yeah. I was <laughs> feeling good. I was like, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down. And I, I got sober watching. <laughs> 2016 <laughs> Suicide Squad. It was one of the worst feelings I've ever like felt watching a movie. Watching a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It Man. was rough. <laughs> rough. Yeah, rough. Was that you so was that was that experience similar to like Hannah's experience last Friday when like the Cubs just traded away like every you just had to watch like You know what? Everything you love just disappear one piece at a time. Good. <laughs> Good, good analogy. Yeah, that's per- that's a perfect analogy. Is is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really, it really, really, it really was. Um, I think the story behind that is that since the trailers got, the trailers got so much traction and they were so popular online mm-hmm. that uh, Warner Brothers gave the, because um, I don't know if you know this, people. There are companies that will cut trailers separate from like the studio that is releasing them, and so. Uh, Warner Brothers was like, well, people are liking these trailers. Why don't we see what the trailer company can do with the whole movie? <laughs> so the trailer company cut a version of the movie that is now, famously, it's not David Ayer's cut, even though the when it came out, he completely and 100% supported the cut. Mm-hmm. He, he's even on record as saying, like, yep, this is, this is my cut. I'm s- supporting this movie. Like, this is what we put out there. Great yeah. time, whatever. Um, but the movie that is is out right now is one that's cut by a trailer company, mm. and so this was literally watching <laughs> Javi Baez and everyone just being like, <laughs> just you know, shot to death. Yeah. It's like a firing squad, you know. Um, so yeah, it's not a good movie. It's just one of the biggest one of the biggest disappointments. And then, of course, everything with the Snyder cut, we have two very entertaining episodes on that so I'll yeah. just refer you to those <laughs> yeah, right. but anyways it's <laughs> been extensive l- recordings of our thoughts on the Snyder cut yeah. yeah um but it's been a it's a long slog for everything that I've uh yeah, you know, you've been through a lot sub- subjected myself to <laughs> really <laughs> it's been quite a journey to get here <laughs> If there's ever, if I'm ever part of like a post-apocalyptic world and like the world is just like riddled, it's like it's like a comic book type of world. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm surviving. Yeah, right. You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm know. like Denzel Washington in Book of Eli. <laughs> yeah. I'm that fucker. It's walking around. I got all the knowledge. I got all the books. Uh huh. Um, so, anyways, uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad was very, very uh, high on my list. I'm a big fan of the. Guardians of the Galaxy movies that he's done, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then um, uh, just, you know, anything and everything in between. And so, um, so yeah, this was definitely high on the list to check out in yeah. the theater and stuff like that. It's funny, too, I hadn't really thought about it until I saw, you know, Zach, because Zack Snyder is listed as a executive producer mm-hmm. on the film. Um, but I always forget because James Gunn wrote the Dawn of the Dead that Zack Snyder directed, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is kind of like a reunion for them. I hadn't really That's true. I didn't considered think about that. that. Yeah. But in a way, also, it's a sort of like James Gunn coming in and being like, yeah, let me fix this for you guys. <laughs> 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 kind of fucked up what you got over here. Yeah. So can I at least just do something fun? It was like him and James Wan, they brought in, they were like, you guys, can you please just, can you bring some kind of entertainment value to any of our yeah. pro- properties? Like, because... Yeah. 
this fucking guy, he is just morose. It's like, depressing. Yeah, it's sad as shit over <laughs> here all the time. It's sad in Gotham. It's sad yeah. in Gotham and in Metropolis. Fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> and on TV. And on HBO Max's Titans. <laughs> Didn't even make it through the first episode. Well, let's see. Dorian, do you want to kick it off? Do you want to start with anything? Do you want me to start? Uh, What's <laughs> how, how do we... How do we uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll just like anybody who's listening is probably that is a long time listener. I'll just yes. get it out of the way. Like yeah. this did not change my opinion of comic movies or anything <laughs> okay, like that. All right, so, all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I went with I went with my friend Bobby. I, I wanted. I knew he was hyped. I, mm-hmm. It wasn't right that he was going alone. Uh, so I went in support of my man, and he loved it, and that's why I was there. And I'm really happy that that's the case. Um, uh, it's not for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, coming is a shock to no one. You yeah. Know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into it. There were things I liked. I'm not gonna just sit here and be like, this is like the bit most worthless yeah. piece of shit ever made or anything like that. Uh, it's not that. Um, I also watched Phone Booth earlier this week, so like my standards are real. Oh, you low. got real low bar. I got real low bar right now. <laughs> that movie is atrocious. <laughs> so, so like not being phone booth mm-hmm. right now for me is also like a huge like good job okay. you know <laughs> you didn't do that yeah. um so 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 there's that uh but also um uh but also yeah there's just you know again it's not a huge piece of shit or anything like that right i think if you're yeah. excited about this movie you should probably go see it because it's probably like very satisfying. <laughs> I feel like based off the trailers, like it, like the movie delivers on what the trailers yeah. are, you know, promoting it as, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. yeah, I never even watched the trailers. Oh, really? Uh, at okay. All. No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just didn't give a shit. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Fuck it. So yeah, I went in today literally knowing just nothing, nothing at all. Wow, yeah. amazing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that you can at least was maybe. Sh- like, I knew there was a shark. Somehow I knew the about the shark okay, guy. Yeah. I think I've just seen, you know, random shit on the internet that I've just scrolled mm-hmm. past or whatever. I'm like, okay, there's a shark in yeah. the Suicide Squad now. Right. So. <laughs> so, like, I'd seen that. I think I'd seen a picture of, like, Idris Elba, like, in costume or okay. something. But yeah, that yeah, was yeah. That was about it. The extent of what I, you know, knew. And I knew, you know, Margot Robbie, I know. I never saw the original one or the Birds of Prey movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm familiar with her playing this character. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I actually don't. I I... I'm not sure I even knew John Cena was in it. Like when I saw his name in the oh. credits, I was like, "Oh, really?" Stu's <laughs> 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 <Stu's> working. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Both of the movies I've seen in the major chain theaters uh-huh. so far since yeah. COVID have had John Cena. Had in John them. Cena in it? Yeah. You're a John Cena acolyte. Now. I guess so. I mean, I keep seeing his movies. I don't think he's very good. <laughs> he was better in this than in Fast Nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a lot more. Uh, a he had a lot more to do in this, um, but he also just his character had a lot more personality. Yeah, in yeah, this yeah. movie as well. Um. So. So yeah, I think he got to you know attempt a lot more with this. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, which worked both ways. <laughs> yeah. Right. More successes, more failures. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. But uh, whatever. He's you know he's put himself out there. There were some moments with him too that hit, like some of his you know comedic mm-hmm. moments. I thought the you know the timing and the chemistry. Yeah. I thought you know worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, James Gunn's got a good track record with wrestlers. I mean, Dave Bautista is Drax. In, oh, that's right. In Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. That's right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I never saw those movies either, but yeah, I'm aware that he was in that. Yeah. I mean, surprisingly, he is like, for as bombastic and as ridiculous as a character that 
that the character of Drex is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's Dave Bautista that humanizes that character, like hands down. Yeah, he's, he's like, I think he might be. I mean, aside from you know, the raccoon Rocket and mm-hmm. you know the other characters, like Drax is definitely like a fan favorite. Yeah, of, of people. He, okay, like, o- over. You know, over uh, Chris Pratt, who plays Starlord, who is the leader of it mm-hmm. of that group. Like, it's it's definitely Batista who's just okay. up there. So I could, I mean, yeah, I've just really only having seen him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, yeah. I can totally understand it. Yeah. That was one of those like in six minutes he yeah. brings <laughs> so much soul to that one character. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, it's really really amazing. Um. All right. So. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, you were talking about John Cena and some of the actors and everything like that. So let's mm-hmm. let's maybe start there with some of, with some of the caster. Uh, you know, like the beginning of this movie opens with you know a mission on a beachhead, and we meet a lot of the characters who you know we're led to believe are going to be part of the Suicide Squad, and they all just bite the dust. Yeah, pretty fantastically. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, was, I kind of expected like a sequence like that. Same. But I just I, didn't. Yeah. I, I was what? actually surprised and happy that it was happening like right away. Right. Yeah. It really does just kind of start with getting thrown in. Yeah. You know, we follow this random character. I was like, I just knew that opening scene with Michael Rooker. I was like, he's good. This is, we're just going to like bring, go to his death. Yeah. Right. I, I just like knew. I mean, also it was just, I knew, I at least knew like who the main cast members were, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, none of them are here. So <laughs> so it's not them. So yeah, this is probably some sort of sacrificial lamb or yeah. this goes awry and we've got to clean up the mess or, you know, some shit. Or maybe they all, you know, they turn into the bad guys or something. And oh, that's okay. what yeah, the yeah. conflict is. Because I didn't even know, mm-hmm. like, who are we up against? I don't know. I yeah, had right. no clue what <laughs> was the what the conflict of the movie was even going to be. Okay. Um, so, so that too, I was just kind of sitting there like, oh, okay, are they going to turn out to be the bad guys then? Like, we've got to go, you know, mm-hmm. they've defected. And then when Pete Davidson, you know, ran out, oh, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. hey guys, yeah, <laughs> and all that. Oh man, that was really, I mean, yeah, very self-aware, satisfying moment of Pete Davidson just getting his face blown off. Yeah. It was like, I mean, I don't even watch Saturday Night Live or pay attention to, you know, the comedy world very much at all, but yeah. I can tell that Pete Davidson annoys me. Okay. He's actually grown on me, actually. Yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, Judd Apatow movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the King of Staten Island or whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I almost shut it off an hour in. But yeah, I was like, let me just get through this, and I, I, he re- really turned. Yeah, really turned me around on him. So it's like, uh, you know, this it was enough Pete Davidson for this movie. Yeah, I was fine with that. Yeah, you five know? minutes. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah, this is enough. Yeah, no, and then he's a douchebag and his yeah. face explodes. You right. know, so that was that was. Perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know, it definitely starts off with some, you know, they really just scraping through the bottom of the barrel of like weird one off, like random characters that have appeared in, you know, the DC comics mm-hmm. over the decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of fun that there is like a, you know, there is like a, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a, dumpster but it's a very luxurious dumpster you know it's like a hundred million dollar dumpster yes it's kind of what this movie is is like all the shit that like nobody in their right mind would ever consider making a movie about these characters let's just if we put enough of them into one dumpster mm-hmm. then maybe there's a movie yeah and i mean from what i understand that's kind of what guardians was too with yeah, the marvel universe guardians was, was the first big like uh random like, it might have been the first title that they were like taking a chance on like mm-hmm. the masses not knowing who the guardians of the galaxy are right yeah so um 
Yeah, and then this one, it seemed like because of the success that the Guardians franchise had, that they were like, if you you can just... And then it was DC who was already desperate for just fucking anything. Yeah. And they were like, you could literally, I mean, pull any... And Gunn obviously went all for it. Like, what are... He really did. <laughs> the most ridiculous, just dumbest fucking characters that have ever existed. Yeah. You know, in this universe. And I dare say he found them. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> he did. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, you know that, and that's something that I really that I do appreciate about this movie too. Is like there's no sense of self importance to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, it's almost like to the point where it's like, you know, it's so frivolous that it's almost like then well, why should I care? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> to some degree, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, so why do I give a shit about any of this? Yeah. Like it's all meant to be so disposable. Mm -hmm. But also, that's kind of like why he's got such free reign to just do anything he wants with it. Cause it's like, nobody cares about these characters. Nobody really has any attachment to them. So yeah, fuck it. Murder them, mangle them, <laughs> burn them. Like <laughs> whatever you feel like doing, just fuck. They're just, you know what? They're just happy for the opportunity to do something, frankly, <laughs> like to be pulled from oblivion. Yes. Um, it's funny because, like, just thinking about it in terms, I'm reading um, Neil Gaiman's American Gods oh, yeah, yeah. right now, which uh, is very, very good. Uh, I'd never read it before. Mm -hmm. um, really enjoying it. I'm almost done with it. But, you know, there is, there's a whole thing in there um, uh, similar to the comic series Fables. Okay. Where yeah. it's like all of these, like, you know, whether they be gods or like fairy tale creatures or parts of just like oral tradition, like folklore, things like that, you know, they're all they're all their existences are based around belief. Okay. So that's like kind of what fuels them, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, as their belief as people uh forget them and belief in them wanes, their power wanes, and if they're like completely okay. forgotten, then like essentially, you know, they would die. Die. Okay. That would yeah. be like their their real death, mm -hmm. you know, is to be just forgotten. Um so it's it's funny like just uh, that I'm reading that book and thinking about like those kinds of mythologies and figures in that way and then seeing a movie like this where it's like we're resurrecting all of these like completely forgotten mm -hmm. and like you know sort of like dead figures of <laughs> what is you know a lot of people have made the comparison to like pop culture mythology you yeah. know like comic books and everything that it's just kind of like in in the back of my head I'm like it's just funny to think that like actually you know because of this movie it's like somewhere in the world like these figures have actually like regained a little bit of their life essence, you yes. know, or something. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe there's, maybe there's a shark in the ocean that's swimming a little faster today. <laughs> <and> like <laughs> yeah. shit like that. It's just, it's funny, you know, just the way that those two mm -hmm. uh, ideas kind of, you know, crossed over at this point in time, you yeah, know, yeah. between, cause I was reading the book this morning. I was reading more of it this morning before I came to pick you up and we went to lunch and went to the movies. So right, it's like, right. it's just fresh kind in your mind. Yeah. You know, and those ideas start to like, you know, those connections start to form. I was like, Oh, no, this is, I mean, this is kind of neat from the perspective of like, there's all these, you know, sad mythological figures that are just like forgotten, but they're getting a little boost right now. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, so, that's a good comparison. So that was funny. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. After, well, after all the, uh, you know, after the sacrificial lambs mm -hmm. get sacrificed, yeah, like we meet our like <laughs> main character, we meet our main characters who are. I, I wish uh, Nathan Fillion's character had stuck around. He was with pretty, the yeah. detachable arms. <laughs> I actually, kind of the detachable. I, I dug kid. that him and Weasel. If like him and Weasel had lived, I I might have liked the movie a little, a little more. bit more. I gotta fair, say. Fair, I, gotta yeah. say. <laughs> I just I just liked Weasel. Just looked so stupid. It yeah, was, dude. <laughs> it was. Kind of incredible. Like just thinking again about like 
like the man hours that went into like animating and like getting the look of this stupid thing right yeah and, like it's yeah. just it's 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 really absurd to consider <laughs> the amount of work that goes into some of those like this is just a joke yeah. You know, and we're going to kill him in like five minutes. It was like, this is like thousands of hours. Of I labor. loved it when it was like when he wasn't swimming and I was like, <laughs> this is the first death is a drowning. Yeah, this is <laughs> fucking hilarious yeah. to me right now. And it's on being done on probably, you know, one of the characters we would like to maybe hang out with a little yeah. bit more to see what happens with this dude this behind. Thing. I mean, no, I was like all in on Weasel when it started. I was like, I just I really want to know where this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um, who thought this was a good idea how did he give consent they you know joel kinnaman says hey he agreed to do this and it's like he did he yeah right i don't really buy that <laughs> but then you know i guess we find out that you know their um uh viola davis's methods are not necessarily scrupulous all the yeah, time right so, exactly yeah. yeah 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 um so yes uh i i don't doubt in retrospect for a second that they would send in a creature without their full consent to the mission. Oh God. Yeah. Um, no. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, I was, <laughs> I was hoping that there was going to be more with weasel. <laughs> well, there may be. Yes. No, there is a, there is a, a little, Ooh. not even a pre credits epilogue scene. Yeah. The yeah. movie ends, but then we get a little scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, they all get killed. And they then did. and then we find out there's a second team right, that's right. been deployed to, you know, go in while this diversion is happening, and that's where we meet the actual the actual squad. Actual suicide squad. Right. Um Yeah, no, I really liked uh I like the group of characters. I think one of the things I like a lot about this movie and also a lot about what James Gunn does is that like I like that what he's gonna the characters that he's been allowed to play with like have seemingly become like now I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume now in DC but also in Marvel like the most popular characters you know aside from you know your Iron Mans and Captain America and Spider Man and all that like, mm-hmm. like the Guardians of the Galaxy are like they are up there yeah and it's because of you know his interpretation of them and stuff like that and uh, you know like God you just you just know that like Warner Brothers is gonna throw. Any any kind of number he wants to make more Suicide Squad movies. Yeah, right. You know? And and I love that. Like I I agree with you. Like he'll you know there are all these characters that you know at, you were saying at some point you're just kind of like why should I care mm. about all these characters? But I really like that. I by the end of the movie, like I end up caring about some mm. of these characters. You know, like yeah. Um, I think I think like Ratcatcher might be my favorite. I just I love the actress who mm-hmm. played that character. I thought she was really really good in the movie. Um, I like Idris Elba, you know, and I also like uh, David Dismalshin, mm-hmm. uh, who plays yeah, Polka Dot Man. Yeah, and just good for him. I'm glad he's just like yeah, he's, he's blowing up in big roles left and right. Yeah, yeah. and shit. I've I've always really liked that dude. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Um, and then I just love seeing the uh, what do you call it the uh, um. The effect of what the polka dots like do to people, mm-hmm. like sometimes it just gets like really like wow, okay, this yeah. is like you just these things just melt people, yeah, like fuck. <laughs> they're very destructive, yeah. Um, but then there's also like scenes with him that were, um, because I guess in the movie he's got to like unload polka dots in yeah. some way, like throw them up. But as a result of it, there's like all these giant like blotches that happen on his face. Yeah, and gross and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I kinda like the little bit of like I mean, I I think it's a little extreme to maybe call it like body horror, but I'm just gonna use 
that yeah. term. I'm just going to call it body horror. Um, and like even when that scene happened, when they were at the like, campfire, I was just like, what the fuck is this movie? This yeah. is like incredible that this is continuing to unfold yeah. before my eyes. It's a, yeah. Uh, actually, it's funny that moment. Um, yeah. The first time he goes and like pukes up. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, the makeup that they had him in at that point was very clearly modeled after the elephant man um, makeup from the David Lynch movie. Oh, the no elephant shit. Man. Yeah. It was okay. like very, very obvious. The way that they had set it up to look like like John Merrick. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That yeah, no, it was one of those. So I was like, okay, cool. That's a yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, that's. Pretty they didn't dope. call attention to it. There was like a certain angle that he kind of hit, and uh-huh. it was just like you saw this like profile that you were like, that's, that's if you've seen the movie, you're like, that's fucking okay. That's John Merrick right there. Like no question. Okay, yeah, it was right. it was well done. Um, no, I would say it is for the most part, but you know, even so, even going in sort of already kind of like you know dragging my feet in a sense. Um, I will say that the, you know, the first 20 or 30 minutes were so like, what the fucking hell is going on here that even I was like, well, I mean, I at least got to see how this like shapes into something. Cause I just have no clue. Like, where are we going? Mm-hmm. What do we give a shit about? <laughs> What's the problem? You yeah, know, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know any of these things and it doesn't seem like it wants to really tell me. <laughs> it seems like we're just kind of going forward. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it does, and it manages to weave all those, you know, those those elements into, the, into it and everything. Um, you know, some, like, jumping back and forth in time and stuff to, like, contextualize stuff that you're seeing and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, no, it, it, you know, it was, like, it had a hook just as far as the, like, how out there and just weird everything is that's happening, you know, in particular at the beginning of the movie where you really have no bearing. Right. And it's yeah. like intentionally like robbing you of that because it gives you a little bit of a bearing, but it's in like some really fucking weird characters. Yeah. And then it immediately just murders all of them. And like, right. Right. <laughs> and all of this, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then even once, you know, we go to the other team and like we meet them and this is like actually our team. It's like even the way that, the mission just kind of starts and we're just kind of like thrown into it. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit about, um, about blood sport, uh, right. Elba's character, mm-hmm. you know, like why he's there. But then we go back to the mission and we're with these like four fucking insane people. And we're like, well, I don't know anything about any of them. Yeah. We're like learning, you know, he, you know, they use him as kind of the straight man coming yes. in and like, yes. we meet all these like weird ass characters and it's, you know, very much like, okay, this is strange, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then we all get to, you know, we all get to uh, uh, learn and understand them together over the course of the film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that so. was one of the big differences between, like, I thought this movie got to, like, the plot a lot quicker than the the 2016 Suicide Squad. Okay. Because every time we were introduced to a new character in the Suicide Squad, we we got, like, a smidgen of their backstory. Oh, okay. like right away. Oh, and there sure. were and there were these like there were these uh you know prompts that came up on the screen that gave you like a visual dossier of uh, like all of them, right? Yeah. So like I actually kind of love that you know I actually love the screaming match that Idris Elba has with his daughter mm-hmm. or maybe his daughter. Yeah, where they're just both telling each other. It was a good father daughter. I was just scene, like, yeah. this is incredible. This yeah. is really really great that this is our hero. You uh-huh. know, like, um, but um. But yeah, like little little stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, the, the the plot of this movie is that the team is sent to uh, sent to Quarter Maltese and uh, to um, 
to de- destroy uh, all traces of a, a, a project called Project Starfish, uh, which all which has to deal with like this giant alien starfish that was captured by the U.S. You know, during like the Cold War or something like that. And so uh, that's basically the story. Uh, and they have to capture this scientist who's working at this inst- lab installation, and he's going to be the guy that gets gets them in so that they can destroy it. Um, I thought the plot was simple enough, you know, like yeah. I didn't feel like the movie, the movie didn't drag for me. I thought like as we were going through it, uh, that, you know, maybe like one or two small moments, but for, by the time we, we got to like, you know, uh, Jotunheim, the, yeah. the, the, the big silo that is housing this, this alien creature. Yeah. Um, I thought it was still like moving pretty well, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we're just we're just barreling past all of this, and it's like up to you to catch up if you're if you're gonna you know like be a part of what's what's happening or whatever. Yeah. Um. But um. But yeah, no. Um. I love that it. I love that the like giant and like all these movies, all the superhero movies end in some in giant like CGI. Yeah. You know, spectacle. But I love that it was just like a giant kaiju. Yeah. Thing, you know, like it was just like. This big starfish with a yeah. giant eyeball. Yeah. If if you had if you had to ask like what's what's just a crazy way to end any kind of movie? Yeah. Like a superhero movie that we haven't seen yet. It's it's fucking that. Yeah. It's a, it's a big dumb CGI monster. So they're <laughs> like, let's just make it a big dumb CGI monster. Then you yeah. know, there's a there's a, a refreshing lack of pretension there. You know, as far as like just yeah, it's okay. It's just it's a big stupid monster like. Is a big CGI starfish really any dumber than like a big CGI robot? You know, right, <laughs> like, yeah, right. it's still a big fake thing, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> from a technical standpoint, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously there's a big budget behind these movies, but it looked at, like CGI looked really good. I thought so, too. Yeah. No, the, I mean, the, the starfish looked really, <laughs> really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Very vividly detailed. And again, like being so colorful, too, it's like you could really it like stood out, you know, because that was such a thing in cgi for so long was like putting things in darkness and in shadows allowed you to hide a lot of stuff you right, know right. so that was like kind of like in the makeup world uh like you know too much blood on like a makeup appliance usually means that like probably they weren't confident in like how the makeup looked so gotcha. you just kind of put a lot more blood around so yeah, yeah you yeah. can't really see it mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how shadows worked with cgi for a long time so to see you know like a big cgi creature or set piece like this that's like full broad daylight super colorful like everything's just like on wide shots on display mm-hmm. um you know is like it's it's kind of one of those like you know it's cool how far this is, technology has come right. you know it definitely is one of the as a person who doesn't watch a these, lot movies, of these movies yeah, yeah i mean i'm sure this is nothing compared to like what they're doing in endgame and shit like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. from a cgi standpoint but still it's like no this is this is cool like it's just it's neat to see that the approach is no longer um, that if you're employing this stuff in your movie, you're no longer so limited by the technology, you know, yeah. where it's like, we got to make the scene dark. If you want to have mm-hmm. starfish guy in the scene, you know, <laughs> right. then it's like, okay, well now there's like a look that's being enforced by the technology, not the other way around. Right. You know? And, um, and yeah, always nice to see like, you know, when, when artists, the tools have, have caught up with the mind in the, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, we can do the things, we can do them well and we can do them under the conditions that artistically you want to do them, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, that was just kind of neat to see too. And again, you know, as you said before, just refreshing to see like color, <laughs> you know, 
Well, I guess I, we haven't, we were talking about that. We haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but just like yeah, no, how when, colorful the film is. You know, the color palette of this movie is very vibrant and mm. very, you know, oversaturated. It's very comic-y, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good example of, a, I was told Dorian when we were in the car, uh, you know, driving, driving back over here that, you know, um, I, I have a similar feeling watching this that I did when I watched Aquaman for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, that movie to me is like, you know, I mean... It's like a, it's literally like a living comic book. Like that just goes, that movie goes full comic book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. In like, and for me, like in the best ways, like it's just, there are people riding sea animals. Yeah. And these (laughs) sea animals are, they are, you know. Shooting lasers and everything. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but it just, it works for the world that's being like built in like this really kind of crazy way. I'd say, yeah, there's a part of me that like, not that I'm like a Austin Powers fan or anything, but part of me is just a fan of the fact that like somebody was actually like, well, no, what if there actually were sharks with lasers on them? Yes. (laughs) And in my $200 million movie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. You got to have some fucking juice to get that one, you know, through committee (laughs) over at (laughs) over at Warner. (laughs) I also feel like I like that, you know, both James Wan and James Wan and uh, James Gunn, you know, like watching both of these movies, it just sort of feels like it just sort of feels like someone like telling you, like, you know, we don't need to like think about this too hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, these aren't, you know. These aren't characters that are going to, like, change the world. Right, yeah. And I kind of feel like, don't get me wrong, I like, you know, Batman's my favorite comic book character. You know, I've watched all the DC stuff, but, I mean, you know, we've had quite a few years now of, like, the Zack Snyder-verse, and it's very, that color palette is just, it's just gray. Yeah. That's just what it is. It's gray, it's gloomy, it's not happy, it's not hopeful. And, like, there was a bit of hopefulness in, like, Man of Steel. Okay. There was a bit of color in that, you know, um, uh, like the it, it does divulge into like a big CGI fest. It does get to a Zack Snyder movie by the end of that. <laughs> yeah. But like you can really see like, you know, uh, his his Man of Steel movie. There's like a lot of like handheld in it, mm-hmm. but it's not like I know we were just having this conversation about handheld. Yeah. Zulowski, baby. Zulowski, yeah. yeah. Um, we were having. Yeah. But um, there's like an, a I just feel like. Man of Steel is a look into where Zack Snyder could have progressed further as a as a visual filmmaker mm-hmm. because I felt like he was getting it seemed like he was getting out of the like sucker punchness of it all. Yeah. You know, which is everything's perfect, everything's lit correctly because it's CGI. Yeah. You know, and like with characters just Life just, is a video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. Um and so it's by no means a perfect movie, but it just sort of felt like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm on board for what what he's going to bring after Man of Steel, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, if it's this, I'm on board for this, and it, it obviously didn't end up being that. But, you know, I just think, like, he just took those characters too seriously. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's maybe, there's a way to do those characters, you know, quote-unquote dark yeah. in a dark way, but, like... This is, this is just way too. I don't want this. This is just depressing. Yeah, you know. So to watch something with like a lot more color in it, and it's it's big and it's bloody and it's violent. Also, this movie's rated R. Yeah, which just like opens you up to just be like to have more fun. Yeah, you know, because I know it's not real, and I know it's a comic book movie. So, you know, the 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 part where uh, you know it, the, his comic book name is King Shark, but in the movie they call him by his like God name. Yeah, or right. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
you know, this the sequence where they get up to the, you know, to the silo and he just rips that guy in half. I'm mm. like, this is a fucking comic book panel. Yeah, and right. It looks great. Totally. This, yeah. is, this is a splash page. Uh-huh. This is what you use a page for. And it looked beautiful in yeah. how it was done, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, and just over the top and gory. And you can see like the, the guy's ribs everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was it was. Uh, yeah. If you're going to do CGI violence, I'm a, I hate CGI blood and shit. So mm-hmm. it's because it's one of those things that like if you're going to do it, like do something that over the top with it where it's like you couldn't do this. Mm-hmm. There's no practical way of doing that, yeah. you know. Um, you know, sure. Well, I mean, it's already you got a full CGI character, you right. know, that's doing this. So <laughs> having a practical appliance would probably just make it look shittier. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but anyway, you know, that's like that's where it's like, okay, now I get why you're employing CGI for your violence here because most of the time when it's just blood flying around, it just feels lazy to me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you just didn't want to fuck around with that shit on set, and like, right. you know, nobody does, but like you got to fucking do it. It sucks. Yeah, right. But just get your shit together. Make a fucking movie, you know? <laughs> don't just like, I don't know. I only I can only focus on this one thing. We'll just add it in post. It's fuck you. Yeah. Get a life. Uh <laughs> quit making movies on your fucking iPhone. <laughs> <coughs> um quick or real quick to go back to uh pacing. Yeah. Um you were talking about. Uh so yeah, for me it did it felt a little long. Okay. Um definitely towards and, and also I, I just know, you know, with Again, it's with, with comic movies, I'm sure, again, like you're probably just a little more used to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like five climaxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And and it was just like, I, you know, by like the third one, I'm like, I just want this to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not like, again, I'm not like, not like because I, I like hate the movie. If any, no, yeah. like if any movie did that, right. I would probably have the same sort of exasperation. I just hate that like. We have to constantly raise the stakes, raise the stakes, raise the stakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and and you know, and and again, it it does create a little bit. Like the pacing started to get a little weird for me towards the end too, mm-hmm. um, with like the four different villains that we have to fight now. Because yeah. it's like now there was the president, the general. Yeah, now John Cena's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, there's still the starfish. We've got the the brain dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all these. And, and, and it was almost like at a certain point, too, like the starfish thing just had to like, why don't you just hang out for 10 minutes yes. while we resolve all this other stuff? And that all like gets, you know, tied, resolved. And then the star and then the starfish just emerges. Right. And it's right. like, what have you been up to? You know, like there was no reason you couldn't have popped out like right after all this other shit went down. But, you know, we had to clear up some of the other, you know, loose threads. So Mm -hmm. like some of that stuff started to feel a little, uh, a little wonky just in terms of like, now we're sort of like compartmentalizing. Mm -hmm. It felt very much like rather than all these things happening kind of at the same time that it's like, no, 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 all of this is going to play out. Then all of this will play out. Then all of this, um so yeah it just you know so that started to feel a little um it was just a little grating on me as it like went on and i was like okay well i know we still have to go through this we still have to go through this right and i'm already kind of like i'm ready to be done i've already had my (laughs) spectacle moment you know and um this is just kind of you know going on a bit a bit long for me but uh but yeah so um so that definitely, you know, felt felt a bit uh, dragged out for me. It was it's like two hours and ten minutes or so. I two think twelve total. Two twelve, two yeah, 12. total runtime. Yeah, 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 with credits, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, 
but yeah, no, for the for the most part, I thought, I mean, it moved pretty well. Again, yeah. I think the beginning in particular, like, is really well structured. Yes. And, um, you know, pulls you in and moves along, like, really, really nicely. And, you know, you're constantly just like, okay, well, I'm, you know, you just, you want to know what's happening mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the things that they're presenting to you because they're so out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and and you know, even feeling that, you know, there were still moments like at the end of the movie where I was still kind of like, okay, can we wrap things up? That mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that was still, you know, pretty cool. That was a cool moment mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, I just wish some of the stuff like in between some of these things had been trimmed out a little bit. Okay. Or yeah, yeah. Maybe dealt with at a earlier period in the movie or something instead of cramming all of them into the movie uh, into the the you know five climaxes of the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and you know some of the like in the middle part of the movie, I thought that the blending of like you know we've got to get some of the backstory of some of these characters, but it's all occurring while we're pursuing you know the main narrative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, worked well. Okay, as far as like keeping things moving, but also like we're still going to build a little more depth to some of these characters. They're not just like these. You know, we're gonna we're gonna elevate them above like throwaway because they might be back for the next one. So you. We want you to care. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> um, but then at the end of the movie, when I, yeah, it already felt like he was maybe juggling a bit more than he could really elegantly, you know, kind of um, handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also had these character moments thrown in, like when, you know, we had the moment on the um, uh, steeple with Taika and the rat catcher. Oh, girl. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like right in the middle of the climax of the movie. Yes. And that kind of went on a little long. Yeah. I mean, it's not like super long, but it's still like, uh, I thought we were like wrapping up here. Yeah, and, you right, know, now right, we're right. you know we're gonna just totally go off into this little you know flashback kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and stuff. So yeah, at that point, it's it started to feel like a little bit of a liability to okay, me. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, so that just kind of contributed to the ending feeling a little a little clunkier than the rest of it. Because I mean, I think in general, like you know, um. As I said at the outset, I'm not going to say this is like a, a horribly made movie or anything like that. Like, I think James Gunn is a talented guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, so, you know, for the most part, I thought the movie actually, yeah, was pretty well structured and yeah. put together, um, you know, as far as, again, like, he's, you know, he, he's playing around with some really outlandish ideas and some fucking weird ass characters and stuff. So to be able to, you know, create something that has as much of a semblance of like a, kind of you know i don't know central narrative thrust in a lot of ways yeah um is you know is impressive that it's like you know it it that it works like that mm-hmm. um definitely it's a, you know it took as you said the story is pretty straightforward and you know it's it's a little like in the middle of the movie sometimes the objective gets a little wishy-washy <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. kind of know it to be. They're just like it's Project Starfish. You know, we get this like sort of weird introduction, but you know, we don't really know how to the scope, you know, mm-hmm. and degree to which this thing has really progressed. Right. Um. But um, you know, there's all these like you know sort of mini objectives, and like we're taking time to like learn the characters mm-hmm. and stuff, kind of in the the middle portion of the movie. Yeah. That there were kind of times that I was like, wait, why are we getting drunk at the club right now again? Oh yeah, right, right. Like okay, what? Yeah. What's supposed to happen? Like mm-hmm. somebody who's showing up in a few hours, you yeah. know? And I was just like, okay, like are we starting to kind of meander? Mm-hmm. But it would always kind of come back, you know. Yeah. It always yeah, yeah. brought us back, and you know, in in a not, um, you know, obtrusive or annoying way would you know sort of like guide us back to like, okay, here's what we're doing, here's why, and you know, we're moving forward another yeah. step now, and blah blah blah. So, 
Um, so yeah, it seemed at least like aware, you know, that it was uh, of of the challenges that were ahead of it. And mm-hmm. again, like just from a filmmaking standpoint, I could appreciate a filmmaker who, um, you know, even if he's not always completely successful with dealing it with it, it seemed very obvious that he he was at least aware yeah. of. <laughs> what he was trying to manage, you know, and the difficulties inherent uh, in those things. Did you have, uh, did you have like uh, any sort of like a favorite sequence in the movie? Um, Anything that stand out to you? I mean, maybe aside from the opening, which, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, well, I, in general, I liked Sebastian the rat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that rat a lot. Sebastian's He's cool. really cute and <laughs> pretty hilarious. And yeah, he looks super friendly. I would definitely shake his hand. Hands um, down. Yeah, no question. <laughs> um, we could share a granola bar, like you know, whatever you want. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be totally cool. <laughs> so I was into Sebastian, Team Sebastian for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I did like uh, Harley's prison escape. Okay. Um, up until it, it turned into Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. at which point it was like went from like my favorite part of the movie to like one of my least favorite parts of the movie. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a little bit of like a oh I like perked up a little bit. I was like oh I like this sequence. This is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, it turned into something I didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, that was definitely. That was definitely the part that stands out to me. Okay. Yeah. As far as just like a part that I was like, okay, no, I really like this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, the character moment we're having here, mm-hmm. the way that, you know, filmed it and the way it was like just conceived and everything and played yeah. out was just, yeah, it was a cool sequence. Nice. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I did like the end. I did like the big CGI, mm. you know, and, and to it all. Um, but, um, <clears throat> Uh, as far as like this, as far as like a sequence goes, uh, I actually really, it's not that big of a sequence if you include like, uh, it's when the president like proposes to her and it's just like, I want you to be my wife. And then mm-hmm. like he does the bad guy thing of basically like revealing kind of what the yeah. plan is for the move for what he wants to do and stuff. And then when he turns around, Harley shoots him in the chest mm-hmm. and I just thought that was great. Yeah. Just as like a, like, like you said, I've watched a lot of comic book movies, <laughs> you know, I feel like I've seen it all. And so I didn't see that coming, mm-hmm. you know? So, but in the back of my head, I think I was thinking like, man, it would be really dope if like this dude died right here. Yeah. And then it happened. I was <laughs> yep. like, Oh shit, you're actually doing it. Like, <laughs> but I really loved the, um, the, uh, the dialogue, the little monologue that Harley has, Mm-hmm. explaining you know men that she's dated and like you know her relationship to them and how they let you down and everything like that and that if she ever saw a red flag yeah <laughs> like the thing to do <laughs> would be to murder that person and i was like it was a way more like uh, i mean i've seen all the interpretations of harley you know in, in all the movies and so this was just a i liked this this version of her mm-hmm. and I, I, I got like a better handle on like what her character was yeah that made that would make me enjoy more her being like oh my god guys hi and just like the the loosey-goosey sort of like airhead mm-hmm. you know persona that she puts on like when she shoots that guy and does that monologue i was like okay this is the real harley and i yeah i like yeah <laughs> i like this psychopath right here it's uh-huh. really <laughs> digger quite a bit um so i like that and just like how the scene played out like the amount of blood that was in it, just mm-hmm. him, you know, pulling himself across the floor. Yeah. You know, th- the whole thing. Yeah. 
I really like that sequence. And I do love, you know, her her breaking out as well, but that mm. that that little moment, that little character moment, I yeah. I enjoyed quite a bit in the movie. No, that was yeah, no, that was cool. That was definitely yeah, very unexpected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, it worked really well and and also it was nice because you know, it was like you also yeah, didn't didn't want to see her like all of a sudden like go soft and become like this happy wife or anything like that either. So, right, you know, yeah, and yeah. it like just sort of abruptly mm-hmm. this whole weird little fantasy moment, you know, kind of ends like that. <laughs> it's also very like satisfying in a way. It is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, okay, there's the psycho, you yeah. know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly do believe that she would have been happy as this president's mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. She was she was totally in. Yeah. But then as soon as he started twirling his mustache, yeah. she, she was just like, nope, sorry. Yeah. Can't, I mean, agree. That's a red flag. Yeah. I, <laughs> really I agree is. with the logic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else for the Suicide Squad. I definitely really enjoyed it. Oh. I'm probably gonna rewatch it again on HBO Max. <laughs> That's definitely the joy now. Is this, you know, feel like uh, did my duty, supported the theater. Yeah, totally. You know, uh, so I feel good about throwing it, putting it on HBO. Yeah, Max yeah, and yeah I can it. imagine. I'm excited. Like for Dune, I'm gonna do. I'm going to see it in the theater oh, first, God, of yes, course. But yes. then, like as soon, I will probably get home from the theater and be like, mm, let's just toss this back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. I'm excited to have that. I'm excited for you to have that experience. Because let's face it, like everything that's gone HBO Max, is uh, they've been stinkers. I, you know what? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I think uh, Judas and the Black Messiah uh, in this movie. Yeah, I mean, Judas and the Black Messiah was great. I mean, yes. that's a very, very good movie. Um, yeah, totally forgot about that. Um, but yeah, for the and you know, again, like we talked, Kong versus Godzilla oh, was yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's. It's nothing special, but it no. was it was a fine way to spend an hour forty or whatever. It committed to a lot yeah. to what it was. The the back half is definitely way better than the front half. Yeah, um, agreed. But uh, you know, minus one podcaster. But yeah, <laughs> Jesus. But yes, no. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, minus. You know, <laughs> if that movie lost about 17 human cast members, <laughs> it would be a far better film. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, for the most part, they've all been shit. It's all been stuff that like, yeah. man, I would be furious if I went to the theater and saw this. Like, I'm I mean, I'm not like glad it's on HBO Max because I I never needed to see this anyway. Right. Yeah. And I probably just never would have watched it <laughs> if it weren't here. Um, so good on you for tricking me into it. But yeah, right. But this, you know, I'm excited for you. This is probably the first movie that's like we saw in the theater and then it's like, no, I would act. You, <laughs> I can understand how someone would actually be excited to go home and watch this. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I had a great time with this movie. Thank you again for coming to watch it with me. Yeah, no, dude. It's my my pleasure to be there for this moment. I'm glad it paid off. It, it, if we had left and you were like that movie sucked, I would have been like fuck. <laughs> What's the goddamn world coming way? to? What is now? the payoff here? <laughs> this is bullshit. But, um, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, uh yeah, again, I'll, you know, I'm just and I'm trying to keep it. Po- I have I have a lot of complaints. I'm just like, why even bother bringing them up? Good, <laughs> because <laughs> I know Bobby's really enjoy. Bobby's super happy, and that was the point. I wanted to. I'm. I came here to support you wanting to see this movie, not so that I could come and rain on your fucking parade. So Perfect. yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate. It. Yeah, thank exactly. you very much. Um, so I'm focusing on the positive, and there were some positives here. I did come away. There were some. You came again, away with Sebastian. Some, I love Sebastian. I mean, um, Sebastian's a good get. If Sebastian's in the next movie, I'm like, pff, I'm gonna have to watch I it. I mean, that character's know? still alive. Yeah, they'd be fools to kill that. character. If they off. killed Sebastian, I would have. St- 
stomped oh. out of that. I would have kicked a seat <laughs> on my way out of the theater. <laughs> One of those brand new leather seats. I would have put a fat fucking, I don't know, boot print or something into it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, yes. No, I'm really glad that I went to the theater. I'm really glad you came with me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had a great time. And uh, I'm d- looking forward to, uh, we saw the Dune trailer. We're looking forward to oh, it. God. It looks so good. Can't wait. <laughs> it looks so good. I think that's. I think that's definitely going to be another one where we get you, me, Sean, and uh, Corey Dunn, John. Totally. Again. Yeah. I, th- I think that's. I think that's a good one to do. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun too, because Sean. Well, I just reread the book recently. I have to um, read the book. Yeah, I'm you're gonna. gonna, gonna you're going to read it. it. Yeah. Sean's like most of the way through okay, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a good. We'll be able to have a good chat about. Cool. Um, you know, some of the book to to movie comparisons and to the Lynch movie, since mm-hmm. we're very familiar with that. Probably gonna have to. You know, I'm sure when it's like a few days away from the movie, new one coming out, we're gonna be like. Let's watch Lynch's Dune again. <laughs> well, the 4K is coming out. Yeah, we'll have yeah. our oh, 4Ks, God. right? Oh, my God. We're I completely forgot I ordered that. We're going to see this movie like five more times yeah, before be Villanueva's Dune <laughs> comes out. So, uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, probably another trailer review. Yeah, some shit. We'll yeah, see. something. Uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Later.